WDMD Radio, the My Opinion Show, your girl Tosh was T. <laughs> oh my God, we got so, so much going on in the show, you guys. I got like, <sighs> I got a million notes. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't know if y'all heard, but I was getting mad crunk like <laughs> before, you know what I'm saying? I clicked that live and stuff and I was really out here just yeah, I was having fun, living my best life. Hubby was dancing. Like, we just, yeah, we, we was vibing to that out of my out of my mind always. And it's crazy because I was like, oh, I kind of want to go come through with something mellow. And then baby was like, you got to stick to the script. You can't be changing it up now. That's your intro. Rock your intro. I was like, yes, you know what, facts. 
if you don't have somebody that has your back, you know what I'm saying, that want the best for you, that want to see you grow, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I wish, I wish, I wish for you to have somebody as supportive as my boo. <laughs> Look at me. Rhyming you know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> I'm hype, y'all. It is, um, it's like my anniversary before week because it is next Monday. Me and hubby will be married for nine years. We've been together for 13. Like, Ding. <laughs> and we out here, you know what I'm saying? We out here. So we about to have a ball. You guys, we're going to have a ball. Like in this show, I'm telling y'all, I got so much tea. When I, t- I got some random tea. I got some good tea. I got some sugar, honey, iced tea. I just got some tea. Okay. So we're going to get into that. And then of course, you know, I have the poetry as per usual. So I have some um, announcements and all that good stuff. But first, let's get to some due diligence. If you listen to this show, you stream this show, whatever, I want you to like, I want you to follow, I want you to tell your friends, I want you to share, I want you to do all of that stuff. If you're really down with the My Opinion show, you're really down with me, you rock with me, you've been listening and all that good stuff. Please, please, please let it be known. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay in the dark. We want to know what's up so I can show you guys love. Plus, it's going to matter soon because when we start doing our giveaways, I mean, <laughs> how are you going to get something, sis? Like, I got to know you there. All right? Or, bro. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I am going to actually start off a little bit different um, this time. I'm going to play a little bit of, you know, more music and everything because I'm going to actually be going live, live on Facebook where the show actually starts in about 10 minutes. So let's just get all this good old tunes out the way, you know, get you guys some libations, make sure you got your, your, your you know, you make sure you good because you're going to be sitting in here, settled in here for a good 30, 40 minutes, and I want y'all to be able to rock with me entirely. So here goes. I it's crazy because when you play out of my mind, I mean, you know, it just it just seems like you just have to play Eminem. I don't know, I don't make the rules, but that's how it goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's that's me. That's the mood that it that it puts me in. Um, so yeah, so that's what we're about to do. And I hope y'all enjoy. And, um, you know, I will see y'all in a minute. Hello, boys and girls. Today we're going to talk about father and daughter relationships. Do you have a daddy? I'll bet you do. Who's your daddy? Daddy, what are you doing? Blow every pot 
fucking thing except the dare to stand on the map off. Who would have stopped? Who will I knock the crap off? Haley, tell them, baby. I did. There's really nothing else to say. I, I can't explain. I think my dad's all crazy. A little help from Haley T. Won't you tell them, baby? I think my dad's all crazy. There's nothing you can do to say that could ever change me. I think my dad's all crazy. There's no one on earth that can save me. Not even me. y'all don't leave me alone if y'all would leave me alone this wouldn't be my mo i wouldn't have to go any mini mighty mo catch a homo by his toe and i don't know the more am i the only one that's moral anymore <sighs> like i i don't know <laughs> dopeness 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 all right, so we are about to get ready for the live. This is the last song that I'm going to play until, of course, I close out the show and all that good stuff. So um, this is a song that I was listening to the other day, and I was just like, dang, I kind of, you know what I'm saying? I forgot about this song because I really don't listen to too much radio anymore and stuff. So I hadn't heard it in a minute. And if you are in the Inland Empire or LA or anywhere like that, you can't go nowhere without hearing pop. So <laughs> um <laughs> That's pretty much the gist. <laughs> Still balling by Tupac. Though. Promised to me was the 
real shit. For all my homies in the pen, many fears dead, niggas still fall. Still fall, they got die. Still die. Bring your crew, but we will make true. We are still fall. We fall under the rock. Bring your crew, but we will make true. Motherfucker, me and you pray. I hope the Lord understand when he's gone to fall. I become a dangerous man. Ain't crazy the way the sand. But when these kids go to spread, boy, I'll be playing. When Clydale and your ride fails, question is, will you fuck niggas ride for real? Huh? Bitch, nigga, this is G-rated. Plus your homeboy won't make you scream, ain't fool, baby. I'm elevated to the top of the shit. The fuck around and put me in Tupac on the bitch. And you can tell a thug life was the reason for this. And I ride for any nigga who believe in this shit. I'm still ballin'. Until the day I die, you can bring your crew, but we will make true. Motherfucker still ballin'. Niggas wonder why. You can bring your crew, but we will make true. Motherfucker still ballin'. Wanna see us dead? Two murders on the front page. Shot the death bullets to the head. Niggas holla out my name and it's in my letter. Motherfuckers know I'm coming, so they run into their grave. Watch, swoop down with my niggas from the back. This trick don't give a fuck when you count with niggas down. Blast, keep pumping, ain't worry about nothing. Bust the story was front, so we load and keep jumping. We'll fall, they got dots till the dots. Bring your crew, but we will make sure we are still falling. We fall, we fall, we fall. Bring your crew, but we will make sure motherfuckers still falling. Hey, that go hard, that go hard, that go hard. Hey, hey, and I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Going live right now on Facebook for the WDMD radio show and my opinion. Bam. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to WDMD radio. And welcome to the My Opinion Show. It's your girl Tosh. What's up? What's up? What's up? You know. You know. How are you doing? Okay. Um, gotta pull up my notes for today so we can get started. I hope y'all can hear me all right. Matter of fact, I need to turn this up. All right. I got, when I tell y'all, I got a million topics. <laughs> I got a million topics. Because, like, last week, I feel like the live went so fast. So, I'm just going to, yeah. I got a lot to talk about tonight, though. Uh, first thing I want to say, I want to shout out to my sis, Deb, uh, Deborah. Because uh, when I was talking about the Whitney Houston thing, when the Whitney Houston interview came out and stuff, uh, <laughs> I was hyped because I've been waiting, you know what I'm saying, for the story. And I kind of got to make an apology to sis because I thought about it because she she was in my thing and she was like, uh, sis, uh, Robin Ben spoke about, you know, her and Whitney's relationship. And I'm over there like, girl, yeah, but this the new tea. Da, 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 da. But it ain't new to her. She's from Jersey. She knows she know the score with Robin and Whitney and everything. So blame it on my head and not my heart. Sis, I'll be doing 40 much. <laughs> but charge it to my, my head and not my heart. All right. Um, anyway, we're going to get into it. I'm early. 
<laughs> Usually I don't come on until like nine, ten, but tonight I was just like, okay, let me go on here and do my thug thizzle. And let me point out before we get started, because I'm just going to see um, what it's looking like, because I just feel like it's just that. Mm -mm. And it's crazy because when you go live, you can't really do any testing to see what the lighting or anything is like. You just got to go for it. I feel cut off, though. I feel like it's almost too high, but I ain't tripping. We're just going we're just going to roll. All right. Tamar. Tamar did a post, and I believe it was on Instagram. It said, Tamar Braxton states men are gay if they don't want to have sex with you, or she said if they don't touch you in three, four, or 10 days. If these men out here, she said, wait, if these men out here do, oh, she said these men out here do be gay. Oh God. <laughs> um what I know that Tamar is on Braxton Family Values, you guys, but like what else does she do besides go on Wendy Williams and work on my nerves? Like, Tamar, nobody asked you about <sighs> download men, gay men, nothing new, but if your man don't want to touch you, that don't mean or doesn't want to be intimate with you. Let's just say that it don't mean the man is gay. OK, maybe he just over it, sis. <laughs> just over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just no one asked. No one sent the Uber. I don't understand. We just going to move on past Tamar. But that's what she said this week. And I think it's highly offensive. You know what I mean? It's, it's, to me, if somebody do gay stuff, they're gay, okay? And I'm talking about gay stuff. Like, if he's having sex physically with another man that is gay, everything else is just your speculation. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, I, let that go. And same thing for women. Gay things are gay and gay... Yeah, gay things are gay and that's it, okay? You can't just put other things on there. Um, Let's go into... What's our next person? Uh, T.I. Uh, <laughs> I call him T.I. Let me check your hymen hairs because I'm a child. But anyway, <laughs> I can be so childish sometimes. You guys, I got to tell you something. I'm such a around the way girl. Like, I don't even feel right if my edges ain't done. You know what I'm saying? Like, last week, my edges, I felt like they was jacked. But today, I see you. All right. Anyway, so side note. Anyway, T.I. Let me check your hymen hairs. Um, I laughed so hard because I'm telling y'all somebody when they when they put Blessed Be the Fruit in the chat after under his his video, I died, y'all. Like I was just like, oh my God. But high key, like, you know, and, and I've been giving him a whole lot. I'll be honest. I've been giving him a whole lot about this. Um, in his own way, in his maybe um an understanding of his role and what's appropriate and what's not. Um, he is trying to protect his child. And the day, I guess that's what we're going to chalk it up under. It's mad controlling. It's mad possessive. 
it's not cool. I just wish bro would just go and get just a little bit, (laughs) a little bit of insight, a little bit there, like, like, like maybe listen to some therapist. Okay. (laughs) Like maybe. And then I saw that his daughter unfollowed him and stuff like that. And, you know, she was liking comments that were calling him possessive and controlling. So, you know, we just pray for that young lady too. And you know what I'm saying? Keep them all. Just lift it up, sis. Just, just lift them up. Cause something wrong, something wrong. All right, so Robin Crawford did speak to, um, well, she was talking everywhere, but I saw her on Good Morning America, and she was talking, it was like, okay, without context, the Bobby Brown story has holes in it because of the fact of the the Robin relationship. You get what I'm saying? Because it just shows Whitney always being in a room with this woman, <laughs> always been in a room with this woman that we can pretty much perceive looks like a, what a stud stereotypical stud would be. So it's kind of like, okay, what's going on with them in the room. And then she basically confirmed that her and Whitney hadn't been intimate for years. Like, um, like since Whitney way before fame or anything, because she felt, cause Whitney and her came to the, and most likely her mama came to the, um, what is it? The, well, I guess her and her, uh, her and Whitney came to the agreement that they wouldn't be intimate because of the fact that, you know, it would jeopardize her career. So, yeah, I keep liking this thing and it just keeps popping up all these emojis. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, um, they said they weren't going to be intimate. It's cool. I'm not pressed about it, but it does make sense. And it definitely gives context to their relationship. But she also wrote a memoir, a tell all. And definitely, um, if you want to hear about her and Bobby Brown's fights and all that, and stuff and why they were coming to blows and um, things like that. And she definitely said that she was protective of Whitney and tried to keep her, you know what I'm saying, is under control. But she said Whitney had been doing drugs for years since she was like 14 years old, um, introduced uh, to them allegedly, this is all allegedly by her brother and stuff like that. I'm saying allegedly for my show, but she said it's true. That's her, I gotta say allegedly. So anyway, she said her brother, you know, turned on the drugs and all the stuff and so yeah, check out her memoir, y'all. Check it out. All right. Um, we're gonna talk about Amarion for a minute. Um, matter of fact, we yeah, we're gonna talk about Amarion for a minute. And I didn't even tell you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you guys don't know, you are watching uh the WDMD radio, my opinion show. Uh, I just want to shout out to everybody who, you know what I'm saying, strolls by, passes by, walks through, whatever. Uh hey, <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm definitely going to get into my, um, let me see. I'm going to share the live real quick and I encourage everyone to do the same and make sure that you give me a like and stuff like that. You know, I've been working real hard, you know, I've been working hard, like, like seriously hard. Uh, let me just share. I am live guys. Let me see. Yeah. And I've, um, I have some things. I have an announcement that I'm going to make in about maybe 10 minutes or so. So stay tuned y'all. Let's see. I gotta go back to my notes. Yeah, um, Omarion. <laughs> I just saw, I think he did like some photo shoot or something like that. But I was like, okay, Omarion, I see you. Unbothered. <laughs> Unbothered. He is not pressed. He is not worried about no April <laughs> and no little face. He is just out here literally living his best. Um, I want to say Shea Butter Life. I don't, I don't know, but, but bros, he's, he's doing the damn thing. 
And, you know, I mean, that's the way it should be, especially after they just had the Love and Hip Hop reunion and Monice was on there about to fight Little Fizz. And, you know, no matter how you feel about Monique Slaughter and stuff like that, how, no matter how you feel about her, one thing about it is you can't say the girl is not passionate about whatever she's passionate about at the time. OK. And homegirl was really ready to fight her baby daddy. It was really funny. But anyway, um, so during this fight stuff, it kind of came out or flew out of, um, I don't know who said it. Let's see. Monique said it? I don't know. I don't watch, you guys. I don't watch. I actually got this off of Lovely Tea. But somebody said that Jay Boog, his other, uh, or, Mar or Marianne's other <laughs> um, group member from uh, B2K, slept with his mama. Leslie Burrell, and it was a and I oop, it was one of those moments like it it his mama. So you got this one sleeping with the baby mama, and then the other one. Sleep. So good for Omarion for coming out with this um <laughs> this photograph just showing <laughs> like whatever like unbothered unbothered. Um, Charlamagne went on, uh, Charlamagne and Wendy Williams reunited. That is not really good tea. I mean, it was just like, they're back together. They're cool. They're talking. Of course they are. You know what I mean? Her husband, Kevin Hunter is out of the picture and moving on with his baby mama and all this other stuff. So of course, like he's out of the picture. Like who's pressed? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, good. Wendy and him, you know, if Wendy and him re reunite, I just, they're both not very nice. Can you imagine? I mean, I didn't, I did listen to them on the radio, but I kind of heard them at the end when she was trying to rebrand herself and was a little bit nicer. But can you imagine them two before they had to be like PC? Oh God. Or just them two doing anything that's not really, really, really monitored because they're both not the nicest, like I said. Anyway, this would not be the my opinion show without some poetry. So I'm going to jump into what I wrote because my next story is about this Popeye's chicken fiasco. So I had to put some pen on it because I was like, you guys, like this, this, this chicken thing, mm -mm. Mm -mm. not hot, not cool, not good. It, it's so crazy. And you know what? We had our first fried chicken, <laughs> relate, fried chicken sandwich related death y'all it's unbelievable i can i feel embarrassed saying it i hate that the story is 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 doing anything i i really did not like this whole chicken fiasco i just have to be a hundred percent with y'all it just never really mm -mm, i never liked the story i never wanted us to jump on board and really be running out here with this but here we are so let me just go on and talk about it but who it's just one of those stories where you just feel like we just digressed so much. And I, we can't afford digression. That's not a word. Digression in our, um, you know, in our community. Like we can't. So here goes. And I want to make this very clear. Some of us, because when a lot of people make these um, videos and stuff like that, they act like everybody in the world is out here caping and trying to get them a chicken sandwich and doing whatever they can. You know what I mean? Anything they can do to hold on to a chicken. Like, ain't nobody doing that. You know what I mean? It's very specific people that are running out here. So don't try to make it like it's everybody. Now, I do know people 
went out and got the chicken sandwich. And I get it. It's trending. So I had to roll with it. It's trending. That's what people do. But for me, y'all, <laughs> for me, I just can't see myself running out there to just hop on no chicken like that and post it and how people are just eating chicken on the news. And anyway, I'm talking about all of it. So I'm going to give y'all the story after I tell y'all how I feel about this. And it's called Some of Us and it's called The Fried Chicken Flu. Shout out to the Boondocks who actually covered a story that was similar to this on their uh, on their show few, quite a few years back now. And rest in peace to John Witherspoon. Every time I talk about the Boondocks, I just, I got to say it pops. Oh God. Okay. All right. So tell me it ain't so. <laughs> um, this is what we're doing in 2019. This is what so many sacrificed and died for. It started off as harmless fun. I'm using that real lightly because it's never seemed harmless fun to me, but whatever, that's what we're going to call it. Um, <laughs> let me stay on, let me stay on track. It started off as harmless fun. Doesn't it always though, all, um, at the expense of us, corporations get their coin and roll off of our pain, off of our brain, off of our lives, off of our demise. Where is some of y'all pride? I am never detached. I show ain't better from the origin, the struggle, the uplift, or the decline of any other human being whose skin is like mine. I'm just saying, stop fighting Popeye's workers, disrespecting them, and Lord, please stop killing your own kind while in line. <laughs> so that is what I wrote. Because it is a plea. It is a plea with the community. It is a plea for us to be some, um, hi, Heather. <laughs> It is a plea for us to do better and to do better and to do better and to do better. And while I'm talking about it, let's just go on and get to this story about this man who died. <laughs> I can't even believe this man died over a chicken sandwich, y'all. Mm, that just don't sit right with my spirit, but we got we to gotta talk about it. All right. So dude's name, this occurred living on Livingston Road, okay? Um, Oxen Hill Prince was his name. And I guess it's George's County. No, that's not his name. That's where he's from. Uh, it says, okay, basically he was, it started when they were in line. Okay. They were standing in line for this chicken sandwich child. And then they got into some sort of altercation. They decided to take it outside. They took it outside and the other guy stabbed this guy. And he, he was taken to the hospital and then he died there. And it's not funny. It's like one of those gotta laugh from crying, but damn, bro, <laughs> we gotta do better, y'all. This is crazy. And, and and more than like like look out for the ones that just really can't look out for themselves. I guess I don't know. I but I did say this. I said Popeye's chicken sandwich is the new Black Friday. Only thing is, it's a black cast because of the fact that pretty much an all black cast because Black Friday, we know everybody starts fighting and pushing and killing each other over a TV or a, <laughs> I'm like, you know how cheap the TVs at Walmart? I mean, really, even on regular days, <laughs> I go in there and I'm like, wait, you can get a 50 inch for $200. Like, what is going on? And they really be boxing over them on Black Friday. I, I don't understand. Anyway. So that's what's going on. We had our first fried chicken related death and I tried my best to cover it as 
um, you know, compassionate as possible, but it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then, then they were showing pictures of people having car accidents. This lady literally was trying to drive her car into the middle of the line where people were already lined. I said, Lord, then they had the girl out there smacking on the chicken sandwich and people rapping and yeah, we're going we gonna to move on. We're going to move on uh, to lighter stuff. Okay, so Jacquees, if you guys don't know, Jacquees is an R&B singer. He considers himself the king of R&B of his generation. Let's make that clear. He said he's the king of R&B of his generation. And um, he just got a billion streams. And so they were asking him, they said, hey, you getting that money, billion streams. He said, it's not even a million dollars. He said, I think if I would have had like a dollar, well, I don't know what it was. But my thing is like, how much do streams pay artists? You know what I mean? Like, golly. Um, it it kind of reminds me of the movie Ray when he was talking about like it's like a piece of a penny or half of a I don't I don't know guys but who <laughs> I don't know but that just seems like a lot of streams to not get anything. What'd you say? That was Little Richard. That was Little Richard. Oh no, yeah, that was Little Richard too. But even in the Ray movie, he talked about that. You hear my husband trying to correct me? Yeah, yeah. I do nothing but pop cut. Like I know what I. But yes, he did say how you gonna bust up a penny in Little Richard. How you cut a penny hat? <laughs> yeah, he's funny. All right. Um. Yeah. What was I talking about? See, you didn't throw me off. Oh yeah, but that. Yeah. So I just want to know how much is how much is he making? But he did say he um, you know, he's good. Is is nothing like he's struggling or anything like that. And he got all that jewelry around him. So hopefully he um keeps some of it or pawns it. I don't. <laughs> No, if he ever needs money, because he has a lot of jewelry. Um, but I did like that he said he's the king of R&B for his generation. Um, not that I agree, because honestly, I thought the king of R&B for his generation would be Chris Brown. But I guess Chris Brown's older than him. You know, I don't I don't know with these children. But, but whatever. Another person who claims to be the king of R&B. Now, he's from Florida. His name is YK Osarius. And if I spelled it wrong, my bad. Um, he sings this song called Worth. Um, and basically, he allegedly choked and bit his girlfriend. Now, he says this is not true. And he says that there was no visible signs or anything like that, that he did it, um, all that stuff. But uh, he went to jail <laughs> um, because I guess his girlfriend saw him uh checked his phone and saw a picture of a woman in his phone and just went crazy and started hitting him and stuff. Allegedly. So that's just a little news on the other King of R and B, I guess. But either way, you know, Charlemagne was saying, okay, say you're the King of R and B, but then you have to prove it. Um, this is in some throwaway news that I'm going to get into. I'm trying to see what, if I had anything really good that I really, really wanted to talk about. Cause all of this to me just seemed I don't know. I don't know. The news to me just seemed kind of dry this week. I was just like, okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. All right. We're going to talk about, let's talk about Madonna. Okay. Madonna said, I guess she's having a concert or something like that. And she said she's going to be two hours late for her concert. So the time that she had was like eight o'clock and now she's not hitting the stage till 1030. And so this guy said he wants his money back because he said that he planned on 830. He wanted to be out of there. He, had, he has things to do. He can't do it. And he wants his money back. And he thinks, you know, she should just refund tickets and, you know, and stuff like that. 
Um, for Madonna, <laughs> now see, this is this is what's crazy. I, I do understand that Madonna is. Uh, yeah, I mean, you cannot take away from the fact that Madonna is like a. Oh God, uh, she is a Prince or a Michael Jackson. She is, you know what I mean? We we have to give her that. In the 80s, that's, I, I would always be like, okay, Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, like they're all pop superstars, you know what I mean? But um, she said, a queen is never late. <laughs> I said, Madonna, <laughs> a little humility, sis. You know somebody, I forgot who I was watching. Oh, no, no, no. I was watching an interview with, um, I only know her as Levita Alizé Jenkins, you guys, from Steve Harvey. And she said her husband hates the word humility. She said he hates the word humility because it means that you're lower than other people, that you have to lower yourself or you have to cower yourself. And I'm like, but I always like to see humility in people. So maybe, I don't know. I'm going to, let's Google it. Why not? It's not like we don't have anything else to do, right? <laughs> We're going to Google humility, and then I'm going to tell you guys about a really exciting thing that I have coming up for you guys. So the definition, a modest or low view of one's own importance, humbleness. Ooh, a low view of your own importance. Hmm. So I guess narcissism would be a high view of your own importance. Can we get a middle? <laughs> What's in between humility and narcissism? I don't know. That's the question. Anybody know? I don't know. That's the question I'll ask and I'll leave it to you guys to answer. But let me tell you guys about this exciting news. As a matter of fact, while I'm there, I'm going to share the flyer for it. I'm actually getting ready to do, that was my own interpretation of a drum roll. Um, I'm getting ready to do an open mic and paint and sip in my area. It actually is not going to be a paint and sip. It's going to be painting with a celebrity because of the fact that I don't want to cut off younger kids from coming. And sometimes kids eight to like 21 want to come eight, 18 to 21 want to come in and, you know, share their stories and all that other stuff. And I don't want to have alcohol and children. That's not what I do. So therefore you guys, I really, really, really want you guys to um, if you're in my area, you're in the Inland Empire, this is something that I'm rolling out strictly for the Inland Empire at this time. And I really, really think it's going to be so awesome. Um, the name of it that I decided, because I want to collaborate with a number of artists, spoken word artists, uh, whatever you do, singer, rapper, whatever you do, painters, everything. But what's awesome is for the paint portion, I want to have a special guest, a celebrity come in and paint with everybody because, you know, I've been to paint and sips and I know other people who've been to paint and sips. And when you, when you go in there, it's like everybody's painting looks so perfect and looks so awesome. But this is just a celebrity hanging out with you guys, having fun, painting, whether they can paint or not. And you guys just have fun and the open mic will be going on. It's just going to be a lot of fun. And I, and I, you know, we're going to have a red carpet. It's really going to be awesome. So I really, really hope that you guys, if you, you know, want to be a part of it, if you, if it's something that you feel strongly about, um, definitely, definitely make sure that you guys uh, talk to me, get involved because, I'm putting it together, me and a couple of other people. And, we, you know, we want to make it as nice as possible. We want the, the artists to come away feeling like they have something. And more than that, it is for a good cause. If you guys don't know, um, the homeless, we are in a homeless crisis in the Inland Empire, uh, specifically by me. I mean, 
by my house, I was calling around today, all these homeless shelters, and I was like trying to get information, trying to find out if I was homeless today, if I lost my house and I didn't have anywhere to stay, nowhere to go, what would my first step be? Do you know the resounding answer that I got is very few people and very few services are available today, tonight to help me? I would sleep by outside until there was room. I could go and try to rush into a shelter, but I'd have to start walking over there or being over there tomorrow sometime before two or three because the line is so long. And if I can't get in, I just can't get in. There's churches and things like that, but you can't call them. They don't answer their phone. All I have to say is it's really not about pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and you need to do better. Guys, I have found myself in a homeless situation before. It is not as easy as you guys think that it is. It literally, you like, and we're all working. You know what I mean? We were all working. It was not one of those things. And you literally have to think about, okay, if I get a place, I got to find a deposit for the place. Okay, where am I going to get the deposit money? Plus, I have to stay where I am. Plus, you know what I mean? It's all these factors to it. And it's a never-ending cycle. And yes, there's people who have mental health issues. There's people with drug abuse issues. There's, But there is a homeless crisis. And the thing about it is, is when you're on the street, they all come clashing down. It is the clash of titans where you're dealing with it all and you're by yourself. I have a heart for homeless people. I have a, because I know the reality of I could I could be one. Most people could be, you know, out there. And the thing is, is that I want to change that in the Inland Empire. And also, if you support me and you come to one of my events, you will also be supporting Black independent media. I am not told what to say or what I can talk about or what I can do. That's why I love WDMD. That's why I have so much love for Diamond Thomas from the Diamond Blackout show. I send him so much love all the time and my sis Deborah because they allow me to just be me in my space. They don't come over here and say, oh, you shouldn't have said that last week on the, they just let me do me. And I want to continue to be me because I think that's what I do the best out of everything that I do. So in a loud blurb, that's what I'm saying to you guys. And I actually wrote a uh, piece for you guys, uh, specifically for the Inland Empire that I would like to read for you guys and for my event, because I do believe it's going to go further than just the IE. But at the same time, I'm very happy and very proud to, that it starts right here in the Inland Empire. So please make sure you guys like and you subscribe and you share. Even if you guys want access to the live stream when we get there and stuff like that, I would love and appreciate, you know, a donation, you know what I mean? So that, you know, we can keep on and we can buy, buy blankets, buy, you know, everything or provide, hopefully, hopefully provide rooms and, 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 and vouchers for motels or something for people so that they're not out in the street. That's what I want, especially because it's going to get cold. This event is going to be in Feb in February uh, 2020, but you guys can start. I will have everything up, all the information. I'll start to attach it tomorrow because I I um, basically just got all the visuals and everything out and the flyers and all that stuff out for it. So I have to make sure that I put the if we're going to do a website, because at this point, I'm not sure if I'm just going to do a GoFundMe or whatever the case may be for it. But either way, it'll be up tomorrow. Let's see. And I want to say hi, Eliana. Hi, love. How are you? Oh, my God, you guys. Thank you. It, this is like my ASMR family. That was another life. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. I'm gonna talk about that on my next show. I promise you guys, I'll tell you guys what happened with my ASMR channel. But um, okay, so this is what I wrote uh, to. This is about the um, artist and the experience that they will receive when they come in. Okay, so this is for the IE Escape Artists, which is what I'm calling. Um, the organizers of the event, and the event is called an open mic um, pinion, so O P E 